This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's going on? It's Metal Shop and Metal Shop's Backstage Pass right now. It is my pleasure to welcome on a metal, the metal queen, not a metal queen, the metal queen, Doro Pesh. Of course, you know, Doro, just an icon in the world of metal. And, and you just mentioned before we jumped on the air that you just got back from England playing one of your first big, you know, shows since this time of craziness, this lockdown. How did that feel, Doro? Yes. Oh man, yeah, hi guys. It's so it was so good. We actually we played a couple of shows before, but they were all like different shows and now yeah, it was my second festival in England in Sheffield, Rocking the Ball. We were headliner and we were flying and oh god, the fans were on fire. It was great. And three weeks ago we did a great festival in Belgium, the Alcatraz Festival. So it was the first time that we did like yeah, normal festivals again before it was different shows, but it was good. We could always keep it going. The band and the road crew, everybody had always something to do. And we did some drive-in shows before yeah. and some beach chair open airs, which was really interesting. And it really makes you work 10 times harder to reach the people that everybody gets excited. But now when we played festivals, man, we were all like, you know, in good shape and it was so much fun and it feels good that it feels like yeah everything is opening up and yep. stuff and yeah it's so awesome yeah last night i went to my first big metal show it was a the black dahlia murder over here in seattle and it was just it was so nice oh, to see people so headbanging and just going yes. crazy it just felt it felt like you know it just felt healing in our, in our weird metal way totally no? yeah totally i totally understand and 
man, I felt too. Everybody was so hungry, so it was extra special, extra powerful. And oh, I can imagine. Yeah, that feels good. I can't wait to to hop on tour again, hop on a real tour bus, yeah. and yeah, and, and play in Seattle very soon. I hope, you know, like in the next couple of months. So we had like mm -hmm. two America tours, but they got cancelled yeah. or postponed and yeah now it's yeah it, it feels like everything is slow but sure a little bit going back to normal and but of course being safe that's yep. the most important thing but uh yeah but yeah that's nice and and you know we can kind of sort of experience about halfway experience the live performance of doro not in the flesh but we can pick up the new album triumph and agony live it's coming out september 24th yes. Uh, it's, of course, the yes. 35th anniversary of Triumph and Agony. First off, congratulations. How does it feel to you know, know you. that album is 35 years uh, now? And, and, and are you stoked for the release of this live album? Oh man, it's so much, so much. And it was one of my favorite records. We had like three records before that. It was the first one was Burning the Witches, then mm -hmm. Hellbound, then True Steel. And on True Steel, I could do a little promotion tour in New York. And after two days, I thought, oh, I want to stay. And I fell in love with America and I stayed. And then, yeah, we started working on the Triumph and Agony album. And we could really feel there's more magic. And it was probably the right time, the right place. Great people involved. For example, um, Cozy Powell played yeah. um, a couple of songs on this uh, original album, and so many great memories. So, so it was a total joy to record it live, and and we really played it the first time in its entirety. We never did before. We always played like songs, of course, like "Oh We Are," "I Rule Ruins," "Metal Tango," "East Meets West," "Feel yeah. Immer," and but we never did its. Um, the whole album so I called my old guitar player Tommy Bowen and I said hey Tommy you know shall we play this one one time in its entirety he said oh I'm ready so we did and we played uh, a tour in America in Spain did some festivals yeah. and one of these festivals was Sweden Rock and it was actually that had the most magic and great camera work and you know great sound so so, awesome. so that's what I did the last six months and was working on this in the studio on it and it's a live CD and a Blu-ray nice. and yeah and to celebrate the 35th anniversary of Trump and Agony and yeah, every song sounds killer, and the atmosphere with the people, it was before the pandemic, so, mm -hmm. you know, everybody was totally going full out, and, yep. oh, and it was really, really fantastic, yeah. So, so you've been busy then this past, you know, I mean, a lot of bands have been in the studio recording, and some people have been taking breaks, or, you know, whatever they need to do for their mental health or personal health, but sounds like you've been busy, so you were working on this for six months, what else did you fill your time with, yeah. and, and how'd you stay sane? Yeah, actually, yeah, it, I tell you, it, that's a key, like, keeping busy, that's always good, you have no time to get depressed, and and last year I was going into the studio and I thought, okay, if we can't go on tour, no festivals, then I wanted to do a best of, and then I was going through all the archives, like live recordings, and I thought, okay, I picked my 15 favorite songs, yeah. and then, you know, we do a best of, and then it wasn't 15, it wasn't 25, not 35, not 45, it was 56 songs, wow. and I put it on this album, it was called Magic Diamonds, Best of Rock, Ballads, and Rare Treasures, and Rare Treasures were like totally unreleased stuff and yeah. songs, and I think people like that the most, and Die Hard fan, they like that the most, and there was one song of the Triumph and Agony, um, like a live recording, and it was Make Time for Love, and I thought, wow, you know, let me see what else I can do. So last year I did 
this uh, Magic Diamonds album. And then this year, when we still couldn't tour like we, we planned, mm-hmm. and I thought, let, let me see the Triumph and Agony recordings. And yeah. then I went through everything, bootlegs and all, and stuff from 88 and 87. 87 was actually our tour with the legendary Ronnie James Dio, yes. and 88 in America with Megadeth and Sanctuary. And then I found some great stuff. And I thought, yeah, let's do a Blu-ray and a live C- uh, CD. And so I always like had like, you know, good music around mm-hmm. me, the fans, like when I was watching them, you know, going totally crazy. And, you know, and then it was so funny when I walked out of the studio, it was a total lockdown sometimes. And, yeah. you know, and in the studio it was like total mayhem and then yeah. outside it was like ghost town. So, so I always, you know, thought, yeah, I want to do in the studio, you know, whatever I can do. And we wrote some new songs for a new album for next year. And, um, yeah, so, so keeping busy is really good, you know, and yeah, and, and we did some gigs, like, you know, different ones, but we could play live here and there. And, um, and it was good, like, to, to still keep in, you know, like, like stay in good shape, you know, so it was important to, that's that's the beauty beautiful thing about it is like you know us as as metal fans or and and you as a musician you can you know there's no trappings there with with your mind you know you, there is no restrictions yeah. on on creative output you can stick yourself in the lab and just create and create and create and and form new ideas so that's a beautiful thing yes and i always have the, the fans in the back of my mind that's like you know that's my you know like I always get motivated by the fans and inspired. And when I was about 24, then I thought, yeah, I want to dedicate my life to metal and to the fans. And I was so happy. I I never missed a thing. So I, you know, I never started like, you know, settling down or forming a family. The family is definitely my fans. And, you know, and then when I think of some song ideas, then I always have the fans in the back of my mind. I think, oh, fans of like these anthems, they might like this new song or like speed metal kind stuff they like this one yep. so so it's so it, it's so great it being a metalhead that's like oh that's that's the best and especially in hard times like it is now and uh, yeah and i still like kept in touch with so many metalheads from all over the world so that was so cool and thanks to technology like in the 80s it was impossible to even you know like make long phone calls i yeah. remember it was sinful expensive and now you can do all these great things and skype and stuff and Absolutely. stay in touch and even record like you know i could tell the guys hey you know on the triumph and agony life we have to fix some things because there were always some you know feedbacks mm-hmm. or like or um, a, a cable which was like making noise so so everybody could you know go into their home studio fix stuff yep. and yeah and then you know it was great actually i just worked with my engineer and um yeah and then it was sometimes i thought man it's pretty lonely but then as soon as we put the music on everything was you know great absolutely absolutely and 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 doro i i you know i i think it was so awesome like growing up and 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 seeing you know i'm assuming i'm not a woman but i'm assuming that for you know so many young girl and and women metalheads it was so awesome to see you represent them you know as like this strong feminine role model in heavy metal um i have a question for you do you have any words of advice for like young girls or women who want to be a rocker who want to you know start a band or 
oh, I just think, hey, just be yourself, you know, do what you feel. Always, you know, go like, you know, like, like your gut feeling and, you know, and follow your heart. That's, that's the, that's the best you can do, you know, like do what you really like and never let them change you. Never let them bastards get you down. Just yes. do your thing and do it full force. Like, you know, always, you know, like it, it is good. It is good when you don't take a break. I think, you know, doing something maybe like, you know, on a daily basis, that's really good. Like, and, and then, you know, just, just do it. Just start and, you know, and you will, you will see it's always going up and down, up and down, but you always live and learn. So, you know, and what doesn't kill you really makes you stronger yeah. and, you know, and surround yourself with good people who, Maybe, you know, believe in you. If nobody believes in you, just believe in yourself and do your thing and just like, you know, start something and start somewhere. And then, you know, you will get better and better. You know, it's, you know, when you do it longer and longer, you know, you, you feel it out and, you know, yeah. oh, that's my thing. And, you know, and that's what people really like. And so, um, to just do it. And I never thought like, even when I started like my first band, I never realized that I was a female musician mm -hmm. or female singer. I just yeah. did what I loved. I was always a metalhead and the guys in the band, you know, I was just some, you know, band member. Yeah. So, and, uh, and then later on, like journalists said, so how is it to be a woman? But uh, before I really, you know, it felt totally normal, natural. Yeah. And, um, and from day one, I felt really, um, yeah, connected to the fans. That was always like, oh, that made me so happy. And, and, and then I went on tour with like my, all my idols. I was so blessed. I was so lucky. My first tour was actually with Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. And then my second tour wasp and third tour with the legendary Ronnie James Dio. Yes. And then with Megadeth and not and a Lenny bad few and first few tours, right? Not no, a bad no, first no. few tours. <laughs> and, and totally, totally. And, and then, and, Oh, and I was a big Kiss fan, so I was so lucky. One time, Gene Simmons produced one of our records, so I could always learn from the best, you yeah. know. And then, and I felt always very supported. Everybody was super nice and supportive, and you know, That's and awesome. so, so being a girl is great. I tell you, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy to be a woman. It yeah. feels good. And yeah, and even in the metal world, oh, it's great. It's great. So, so I would definitely, my advice, just go for it. Follow your heart. You know, you can never go wrong. Awesome. All right, Dora, my last question for you before we let you go on. Um, I have one question. It's kind of a weird one, but just, just yeah. go along. So pick a scar on your body. And yeah. tell us the story of how you got that scar. Oh, I, that's a good question. I love that. I love nice. it. Because I have a scar on my arm. And actually, it was uh, back then, I had like, um, it was my best girlfriend. Her name was Angie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were 10 years old. And we were like kids. We went to the same school. And we really liked each other. And we were always hanging out, you know, doing stupid stuff, of course. And then one time we said, hey, let's do this uh, this thing. You know, we saw it in movies. Like, you know, let's let's become blood brothers, uh -oh. you know, or blood yeah. sisters. Yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. So we thought, okay, well, how shall we do it? With a knife or something? And then, you know, 
that didn't seem right. And then we uh, saw like uh, there was a little uh, razor blade, okay. and we thought, "Oh, that's pretty cool." So, so I said, "Okay, Angie, you know what? I will cut my arm first, and then you cut your arm." So I was there, and then suddenly we were looking at it, and we thought, "No, oh, that looks pretty scary." So I said, "How about we both close our eyes, and then you know?" I said, "Angie, you do it in my arm; I do it in your arm." Okay. So enough said. So I closed my eyes, and she cut that thing in my arm, oh. and then it got stuck. And then I looked oh, no. at it, and I saw, oh, no, immediately, like, you know, blood was, like, you know, like, 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 flowing. And we thought, oh, no, oh, no. So to make a long story short, I had to go into the hospital. And then all the doctors and the nurses said, so what happened? And then we kids, we said, oh, yeah, and the, the razor blade fell down from above. And I said, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we yeah, know totally. what you did. And I got stitches and stuff. And, oh, and, you know, and of course, you know, it got infected oh, big no. time, so I almost lost my arm, but I was lucky in the end, everything worked out. And then, you know, and then she said, man, now you just cut your arm, so I have to do something. And then we did something on, on her body later. Oh, no. And of course, she got a big infection as well, but we were blood sisters and I still love her till this day, you know, to this day. And I have this big scar and, and, and it always by. reminds yep. me of a great friendship. So, but I would not recommend it. You know, <laughs> it, it was pretty, it was so stupid. You know, you're young and stupid and yeah. you do many things and yeah. And I almost lost my arm. So <sighs> I thought, man, it's like not so cool. But, but in the end, everything went well thank god thank god to, to good doctors and nurses yes. yeah <laughs> awesome well thank you so much doro uh doro pesh uh, doro uh going to be releasing triumph and agony live on september 24th we look forward to seeing that yes. and and hopefully in the future sometime live uh, do you have any final words for the yes. northwest audience in metal shop oh yes hey you guys in metalheads of metal shop i love you i can't wait to see you again i can't way to play live again and play all these cool songs especially of the triumph and agony album yeah. which you know all we are that's always our last song is always the best song so yeah so i wish everybody staying healthy and you know keep on rocking stay metal all that good stuff and you know and power on and yeah and i will see you very very soon and you're always deep inside my heart for immer that means forever that was my first german song on the triumph and agony and yes. i always love to play it live and I wish everybody, yeah, nothing but the best and keep on rocking. <laughs> awesome. Doro, thank you so much for your time. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me on your show and see you see you very soon in Seattle. It's been a while that we played there, but I have the best memories on playing this. There were a couple of clubs and I loved yeah. them so much and the audience was awesome. So so I hope I see you very, very soon. Oh, and, I'll be yeah. there. I'll be there, Doro. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a great day too, guys. You too. too. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thank you. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.